Hello and welcome to Breadcrumbs. This is your host, Ashley, aka Ash Kitten. So today we are on the third P of the 3P series. Um, and I've described like each one and what it what it is. And this is just a three-part series. The first part, the second part, and today's the third part. And now I'm ready for the three third P in the three P's process of positivity. And here we are. So, um, as I've explained before, some of this is read because I've written it, and some of it is just me off the dome, just speaking my mind and talking from the heart. I'm sure you'll be able to tell the difference with either one, like which one it is, because my reading is much different than my organic speaking. Anyway, here we go. Now I'm ready for the third P. And in my opinion, the most important, prayer. Even if you are not spiritual, please listen to this part. Please. Okay? My relationship with my Lord and Savior is by far the reason I am standing here today. I have survived many battles and have many more still to face. But with Him by my side, I know that I am not alone. And His thoughts are higher than my thoughts and His ways are higher than my ways. This means that I submit myself to his perfect plan and design. I submit myself to his will. I am always praying. Thy will be done. That, that's literally my top prayer all the time. Because I know that whatever is in his perfect will is what is meant for me. And what is good for me. Because he's my father in heaven. And... He's my, he's my creator and the author of my soul. And he knows my purpose better than anyone. Just like a manufacturer of an electronic item knows everything there is to know about their product because they put it together piece by piece. And it started with the design for, before it was even constructed. Think about that. You were designed in God's mind before you were ever even put together. You were designed. You were a design. Everything about you, everything about your soul, everything about your desires, the things that you love, the things that you want, who you are inside, the kind of person that you are, your personality, like not just the outside, but the inside as well. Like everything was designed and then you were created and who better knows you than the creator. Now, if you don't believe in God, you know that this step is a missing step because it you're not going to have it and it's for me knowing that I'm a spirit inside of a physical body and that this earth is just a temporary home until after death is actually something that triggers my happiness knowing that and if you don't believe that that's fine I'm not shoving this in your face but it just knowing that it doesn't end here that there is a purpose. That we're not just fish in a fishbowl. When we die, that's it. And I have to believe that there's something bigger than that. And all my research leads me to believe that there is. There's things that we can't explain with science. There's so many things. And so many things that can't be explained by anything earthly. Like, not just science, but like anything. 
and even things like even things that are in other religions can't be explained like you know even like numerology and things like, there's just so much the stars can't be explained like the there's always these gaps in theories but there's no real connection that's why there's no proof that you know this happened or that happened it's always theories and you know i get that my beliefs are also not proven but i feel like they're proven enough to me for me to make them for me to believe them and to make them the force of my faith um and so i feel like i am able to connect with a higher power through the spirit he has given me and if something were to happen to my body i know that my soul will still have happiness i know i have a purpose and i have a close relationship with the creator who made me and also made everything in this universe i thank god in prayer for all the wonderful things he's done for me and the amazing people he has divinely placed into my life i believe everything happens for a reason and the people that come into my life are for a reason and sometimes for a season, but always for a reason. I thank him for always keeping his promises and for never leaving me nor forsaking me. Yes, I've had hard times. Yes, I've been through it over and over, but never to where I felt like, like when I start feeling alone is when I start feeling him. When I'm like, I'm alone. And he, he always shows up and says, no, you're not, you're not alone. Even right now, something happened recently where I was like, there's no hope. There's, it's literally falling, everything's falling apart, you know, and the doubt creeps in. It always creeps in. No matter who you are, no matter what kind of a Christian you are, doubt is going to creep in. But he always comes in and says, no, I haven't forgotten you. I will never forget you. You're important to me. And, and that's what you just have to keep remembering. And honestly, I love believing that. Like... I, I want to believe in something that has control over this world and over things and that isn't that cares about me that much. I want to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for me, but also doing research, you know, Jesus really did exist and there all of the things that happened did happen. So why not believe the spiritual part of it too? Like the physical part happened, so why not believe the f spiritual part of it? To me, it makes more sense. To me, putting all these things together make sense. I'm not a traditional Christian. I believe things that I'm sure that traditional Christianity would be like, well, that's not quite how it is, but okay. Because I asked a lot of questions in Sunday school. I would be the one with my hand raised like, um, yeah. So if God loves us so much why did he destroy the world by flood you know i asked those questions and i wasn't afraid to because i want to know i really wanted to know and i got my answers if you're interested in those answers i can talk about it another time but um but this is about my three-piece process and staying positive and remaining positive and keeping that momentum of positivity every day and this is literally the last step of it but it's the most important step and I feel like without this step you really don't have a handle on on happiness 
everyone's searching for something to fill that that God-filled hole. And people use money and all kinds of things. They chase after so many things. But the only thing that's ever done it for me was God. He is everything that makes me feel complete. Um, so for the prayer part, this is the, the part that I spend the most time on. Uh, and I'm like that kid, right? That's at the dinner table on Thanksgiving. And I'm like, Lord, thank you for the sky and the grass and the flowers and the animals. I mean, I'm really thankful for a lot. And I, I'm not poking fun at those children that do that because I was that kid. Like, I thanked God for everything. And everyone would be like, the food's getting cold. We need to eat. But I would just, like, go into it, you know. But now I don't do it over the dinner table. Now I just do it in the morning and when I'm feeling especially close to God. And those are times when I'm alone in the car or taking a shower in the bathroom. Like, those, the, like, believe it or not, like, those are the most times that I feel the most close to God because I'm completely alone and, and I'm vulnerable and there's no one else with me or around me and I just feel like I can talk to him and I talk to him like I talk to you guys. I just tell him how things are in my life and what's going on in my life and I give him the details of my life and yeah, yeah he's an all-knowing, all-powerful God that knows everything about me but he enjoys the details of my life. Just like I know a lot of things about my children, but I still want to hear them talk about things. Like I may know everything that happened already because I got, you know, their teachers to tell me or I found out some way, you know, what happened in situations, but I want to hear it from them. I want to hear how they feel about it. I want to, I want them to feel close enough to me to talk to me, but I feel like God's the same way. You know, he knows everything that you're going to say or everything that you've done. But he, he wants that relationship with you because communication is the relationship. And I feel like sometimes that thought of like, oh, well, he already knows everything about me, that keeps people from talking to God. And, you know, and that's that's a wall that people put up because they're like, well, he already, he's already knows. Why should I talk to him about it? He already knows. But it's that communication, that relationship communication that is important. Um, so I'm really thankful for a lot and each day adds more things to be thankful for. So the list just keeps growing. And when I'm done with this part, I always feel a great peace rush over me, a peace that passes all understanding. When I put it in God's hands, I'm like, God, I don't understand this. I don't understand. I'm in pain and this is going on. I don't understand. But by the end of the time, by the end of me thanking God for everything that I have, and it goes deep. Like, I just keep on thanking him. Like, thank you that I have eyes to see. There are people who are blind. Thank you that I can breathe in air with full breaths and I'm not struggling to breathe. Like, that alone is so huge. The fact that I can walk and I can move around, you know, I may not have the best health. I may not be in the best health, but I thank God that I'm in better health than many. You know, I may have fall asleep in random times and I may have... That, but it could be so much worse. And I don't, I don't feel like I have it the worst. I don't feel like I have it bad. I feel like I have it pretty good compared to some, you know. And so I just thank him. I thank him for the ability to talk to people. I thank him for all the gifts that he's given me. I thank him for my beautiful children. I thank you for 
I thank him. I'm starting to thank him now. And like getting into it. Like I thank you Lord. But that's just my thing. Is like I thank him for their gifts. I thank him for being able to to be a person in their lives that can help them and love on them and show them love and thank I thank God for all the people in my life that have shared with me their stories and their lives and I thank God for every I just keep thanking him because there's not I I feel like I can never thank him enough every second of every day I'm thankful for that I have more time on this earth when I when I'm done with this part of prayer I feel peace I feel it and then I began and that in this prayer part is a three parts okay that was prayer for everything that he's given me it's, it's basically prayer of the past prayer of everything that I have that I've gone through to make me who I am then prayer of the present this is the second step I'm able to look at situations that most would consider high stressors and think about the bigger picture for example I was working at 7-eleven and I had just found out that my husband had been diagnosed with end-stage kidney failure and could no longer work and could no longer pay for a vehicle at the time he was my husband we were not together anymore he's not a good person but and I tried so hard to help him but this is when we were together, so that fits. But I was at work, and I was serving up smiles, as always, and a tow truck had come to repossess my car. And for most people, that would have sent their emotions into a frenzy. It made them freak out, have panic attack. I just went over my three Ps. I may not have had a vehicle anymore, but I had a bike. And I was only a short bike ride from work. Like, it was only like a mile and a half or something. And I still had my family and my job, and I still had things to be thankful for. There are people who I worked with at the place that I worked at 7-Eleven, which I consider to be one of the worst jobs I've ever worked, but I was thankful for that job because some people didn't have jobs. And there were people who worked at that job that I worked at, and they didn't have a car. And they were walking to job miles and miles and miles to that job. And... Um, sometimes in the rain because they didn't even have a bike I had a bike so I knew that even though my car was being taken from me I still had a bike I still had transportation that could get me to work in a timely fashion and I wouldn't have to walk and and I just knew I knew that God was taking care of me even though something physical was being taken away I still felt that that love from him that that you know you're still in my heart, I still think about you, you know, like that, that I'm still important. And in that moment, knowing that, you know, my Lord and Savior hadn't forgotten about, forgotten about me. I just said, Lord, I know you got this right now. I don't understand it. I don't understand what's going on, but I know you got this. And I don't know what your plan is, but I know you got this. And I even started singing some praise and worship songs and which literally like my boss was like, what is going on? Why? What? He was puzzled. He was befuddled. I mean, he couldn't understand how I possibly could be in a good mood while my car was being towed away. But here's the thing. 
if the center of your happiness is centered around situations and circumstances, then you can never truly have peace and stability and happiness. You can't. Why? Because things happen all the time that are out of our control. I myself have a hard time with rejection. That one always trips me up. And upon further reflection, I believe that is because I have not truly learned to love myself yet. I'm getting there. Working on it. Journey of self-love is a long one, I feel like. But I haven't gotten, I don't feel like I've gotten there truly because I feel like if I had, rejection wouldn't trip me up so hard. But here's the thing. I don't ground my happiness in people. Remember, I, I was talking about like you plant, your happiness is almost like a seed, right? And, and you have to protect it. Where are you going to plant it? If you plant it in situations that, you know, the wind blows and it could just mess up everything. But I plant it in something that is forever. You can't find your happiness in people because no one is steady and unchanging and grounded enough to stake all your happiness in. Not one person. Even people you love and who love you and will do anything for you. Those people will at some point disappoint you or let you down. Sometimes unintentionally. It's not their fault. They're human. They, it may be a misunderstanding, but they will lay you down. They will disappoint you. Not all the time. Most of the good people who love us don't try to make a habit of it. But I've let people down. And I've always had the best intentions for people. And I've always loved people to the fullest. But I have let people down. I've disappointed people. And... It, there's just no one who can fill that, that, yeah, no one can be perfect. No one can be perfect to everyone, you know? So, the thing is also is that, that, that I've learned is that even if you think that person is the most amazing person, they've never let you down on earth, them leaving this earth will be a disappointment. It will be a letdown and that's nothing that, you can control. It's nothing they can control. They don't want to leave you. They want to spend forever with you, but they're not, they can't. And you can't. One day I'm going to be gone and it's going to hurt a lot of people. And it's not my intention. I love everyone, but they can't place their happiness in me because if I'm gone, then their happiness is gone. Can't place your happiness in a person. You just, you can't. Because they, they aren't going to be here forever. And you want your happiness to be grounded and unchanging. This is, this is the key. I don't ground my happiness in material things. Because everything that is on this earth is temporary. Like I said, even people. But if you place your happiness in material things, someone is able to literally steal your happiness. Literally. Think about it. If you treasure a certain car collection and that is where your happiness is grounded and some way, someday someone decides that they are going to come along and steal your cars, well, they literally stole your happiness because that's where it was grounded. That's where you planted it. Instead, I have a source where my happiness is no longer circumstantial or dependent on something unstable, but instead... It is steady and strong 
my center of peace and happiness is grounded and fortified in a fortress like no other. An unbreakable, unshakable God who loves me and by nature is perfect and unchanging. This is why in the Bible Peter said, count it all joy, which has been something that I have to repeat to myself over and over and over along with the three Ps. Count it all joy. But just think think about that. God is forever. He was before you and he will be after you and forever and ever. And if you plant your happiness in his hands, it doesn't go anywhere. No one can kill God. No one can change God. No one can... God doesn't die. He was always here. He was here. He designed you. Like, if you plant your happiness in faith in him, it, nothing can take that away. Somebody can kill me, literally kill me, and still can't take away that faith and that belief. belief. No one can take away that from me. No one can take that. They can take cars, they can take people, they can get anything. Someone can come murder everyone that I love and still can't take my happiness. They can they can hurt me deeply by doing that, but they can't take my happiness. Because it's in something so forever. It's 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 planted. It's like planting something in concrete, but a concrete that will allow it to grow. It's not nothing's going to break it. It's so solid. My source is a river that never dries up, that never disappoints. And I can always count on him to have my best interest in mind. It says in the Bible that he works out everything for our good. He is the creator of life and he has no beginning and no end. So my center of happiness is secure and in the safest of places that it could ever be. And the thing is, he has room for everyone's happiness to be planted there. It's not a secret space that only I have access to. Everyone has that access. And some people say, well, I find happiness in myself. But honestly, you can't plant your happiness in yourself because even you are changing. Even you aren't unshakable. That's where doubt creeps in. And doubt shakes you. You can't plant, plant your happiness in yourself. Because as much as we want to just rely on ourselves, we're not the only person on the planet. And we also disappoint ourselves. Why plant your happiness in something that is can disappoint? Ever. My God never disappoints me. Ever. So the last and final step of the three Ps process is prayer for the future. This is where your power is the most prominent. Please listen. In the Bible, it says, speak things that are not as though they are. You have the power to speak things into existence. God spoke the world into existence, literally. And he says to us that we have the same supernatural power inside of us to bring something from the supernatural realm of faith where he lives in heaven 
to the natural existing world that we live in on earth. He refers to this concept more times than I can count in the Bible, but the one that comes to mind is if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. If you don't believe me, try it. What can it hurt? Speak the things you want as though you have them. They will manifest in your life if you have enough faith to bring them out of the supernatural to the physical world. It's kind of like a radio, right? We set our frequencies, our frequencies in sync with the faith channel. But if you have it on anything else, you're not going to hear that clear message. You're not going to be in tune with, with what's going on in the spiritual realm. It's like the spiritual realm and us have to have a line of communication and your faith is that radio frequency and it has to be right on the right dot to hear it, to understand it, to believe it, to feel it, but it's there. And right now you can't hear radio frequencies. You could walk, walk around and, you know, not even understand radio frequencies and be like, I, I don't hear Joy FM playing right now in my head. I don't hear it. But you get a radio, which is the tool that you need to hear that frequency. These wa waves are bouncing around your head 24-7. They can be caught anywhere. In your car, it, you can catch these waves anywhere. In your house, wherever you are, unless you're out of radio frequency. But basically, all day, think about this, all day you're walking, and all day you're working, and all day you're doing things. And if you had a radio, you would be tapping into something that is all around you this radio frequency all around you but you don't know or you don't hear it you don't know it exists until you have that tool to set it to the right frequency okay that's like what our faith is like you don't you can't see the heavenly realm but you have to have faith you have to sync up to it and that is how you connect to it that's how you understand it so i literally claim my fate my future my future with my faith through prayer i always make sure that i put it in god's hands and god's will but i say lord in your name i will get a higher paying job in your name i will get another vehicle huh that's funny because when i wrote this i'm, I'm going back <laughs> amen um these things that i said at the time didn't exist like I didn't have a vehicle I didn't have a higher paying job and yet those things did happen I manifested them they did happen I got a vehicle I got like at the time I didn't have these things that I just told you guys because I wrote this a while back and um and I they did manifest and at the time I didn't have them I was writing this and I was like these are things that I want and I'm, I'm going to manifest them and they did manifest so interesting looking back on it seeing that that happen it, it's like it was meant for me to write this book now because I can also process what happened when I first wrote it to now and the things that have happened since I've I've been putting this into more practice and sharing this with people um <laughs> that's funny um he's never failed me yet I prayed for my children, who I had not had in 11 years, to come back to me. 
as impossible as that seemed, it happened. It happened. Why? Because of prayer. Prayer for the future. Claiming it and thanking God in advance for it. Tuning into that frequency and understanding the faith realm. Understanding that I have to connect to it with my faith. I have to believe it before I see it. It's it's amazing process. And it's sad because a lot of us have to see it to believe it. So we, we miss out on that amazing experience. And if you don't believe me, just try it. Don't tell anyone you're trying it. You won't look like a fool because no one's going to know that you're doing this. But do it. Literally manifest these things into existence. Write it down. Pray for it. But it's important that you you appreciate those things as if they already exist in your life. Because I was already saying, thank you, Lord, for bringing my kids back to me. And they were not in my care yet. They weren't with me. I hadn't seen them in 11 years. But I said, I, I'm faithful and I know and I know that it will happen in your time, Lord. But I already thank you for that. I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen because it's in your will for it to happen. And I love you for it. Thank you. Thank you for bringing my kids to me. Almost as if I saw the future. And they, they did. They came they came into, back into my life. Um, that's a story for another time. And I'm sure I've made some, some uh, podcast episodes about that specifically. And I have so many testimonies where something seemed impossible. And I prayed it into existence. We don't realize how powerful our words are. But if the phrase... Let there be light. Begin creation. Then in your name, let me get this promotion, Lord. That, that must have some kind of power, even on a small scale. And I got that promotion. Wow. Wow. Looking back on this, this is so cool. I moved up to Apple Master at Geek Squad. I was part-time employee at the time of writing this, selling computers. And loved my job. Thought that it was amazing. Um, just everybody was so uplifting. And I worked hard. And that was a reason too. I got moved up. But I I saw other people were working hard too. That didn't move up as fast as me. And I believe it's because I just had that positivity driving force. And I, I manifested what I wanted to happen. And it happened. Geek Squad has very few seats available, and usually it goes, especially full-time. <laughs> That's crazy, too, because I went from part-time computer sales to full-time Geek Squad, and usually someone part-time Geek Squad moves into full-time Geek Squad. That's how, that's how it works there, at the one I was at. I don't know about anybody else's, but at the time I was there, people were telling me not to even apply because... They're like, oh, there's no way you'll get it. I mean, it, you'd be great there, but it's, you know, it's pretty much going to be filled by somebody who's already in Geek Squad. That's just how it works. But you can apply for their job once they move up to full-time. You can go to part-time and you'll be there for a few years. And that's how it works, right? But I was like, no, I want the 
full-time position, next full-time position available because I need to provide for my family. And that's what I want. And as long as it's in your perfect will, Lord, as long as it is okay for me to have and it's not something that you want to keep me from that will destroy me, then that's I'm manifesting this. And I, and I, I manifested it and it happened. And I wrote this before it happened. And I was manifesting it in writing this. So written words have power. And so do spoken words. Like I said, the, the world was created with words. We were formed out of God's hands, his own hands. He formed us from dust of the earth, right? But everything else he spoke into existence. The birds, he said, let there be birds of the air. Let there be light. Let there be this. Let there be that. Everything he spoke, except for us, he, put, he took special care with his actual hands to form us and create us and he breathed the breath of life into our soul because man was just nothing but a clay a clay like statue kind of you know laying there and then God with his own mouth put it over Adam's mouth and breathed life into him and because of that we have the ability to breathe life into other people. We have the ability to speak things into existence because a part of God is living inside of us. That power is living inside of us. When we accept him as our God, we have access to that power. And it's pretty intense. It's pretty amazing. Um, I mean... I, I just, it, it's so powerful just to even think about it. It's mind-blowing. And when you manifest things from spoken words and you see it happen, you realize that, that kind of power that you have. And other people, they're not tuned into the faith realm. These frequencies are bouncing all around their heads, but they're not, they don't have the radio focused on that frequency they don't hear it they don't see it so they're going to bypass anything that you're telling them being like I spoke this into existence I literally spoke it and it happened they don't see it because they're not tuned into the faith channel you know but I believe that this power that we have even even if you don't even believe it on a large scale believe it on a small scale just start small things right but I think that we have this supernatural gift that is even bigger than we could even dream of and that we can do supernatural things like not just make things happen in our lives physically but also things that aren't explainable like miracles i believe that we have the power to do the supernatural including supernatural healing and using our spiritual gifts to benefit the kingdom of heaven so after following all these steps every day literally every day. This is the reason that I'm always happy. Not because I'm forcing a smile or faking a laugh, but because I'm genuinely happy. And now you know why. Now you know the secret. Now you know what I do mentally in my head and in my heart and with my voice to manifest happiness in my life. And I will say that recently even I 
was just in a really rough situation where I'm like, I don't know the next move, God. It's up to you. But I have faith. And I don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes doubt creeps in, like I said. And, and I have to go back to my three Ps, which is, I think, why it came up on my newsfeed. Because um, I had written it years ago. And it came up on my, new- my newsfeed. And I think that was a prompt, you know, that was like God saying, like, I, I want you to go back to practicing this because you, you're being distracted by so many things going on. And this is how you, how you connect to me, your creator. This is how you connect to me. And this is how you make the impossible possible. And things right now are happening that were impossible that are now possible is happening. And I feel this comfort of knowing that God is right there just listening to me and understanding me and saying, like, you want it? Speak it into existence. That song um, by um, Ariana Grande, I like it, I want it, I got it, I, I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it, called Seven Rings. In some way, it's like that. You see something you want, you like it, you want it, you manifest it, and you'll have it. You will have it. And going a little bit off of the talk of Christianity, other religions have seen this practice work, and they have incorporated it into their their religions I'm a Christian because I've done full research on everything in my heart and in my soul and in my mind in my everything I believe Christianity to be real but this concept is literally in every ancient religion um, even religions that I am completely against and don't agree with because of um, there's evil things being done in the religion but it also uses the same concept of manifesting things into existence and that that's it's a real thing the the power of attraction or the laws of attraction where you kind of attract it from the universe in my thoughts I feel like it's not the universe I feel like it's coming from there's two realms there's the spirit realm and there's the earth realm and to pull something out of the spirit realm and make it happen in the earth realm you have to believe it exists and then it exists in the spirit realm and if it exists in the spirit realm it exists in the earth realm because it says on earth as it is in heaven in the bible it says that many times on earth as it is in heaven and it says let things loose in the heavens and they will be loosed on the earth these things are in the bible but also what you don't realize is that they're very they're written in different ways but the concept is the same in most ancient religions i think all ancient religions to be honest um even rosicrucianism which is the one i said i disagree with because of the the concepts that are foreign to me the the greedy concepts of just some things I disagree really badly disagree with but I'm not here to hate on anyone's religion or whatever you believe 
but um like even um what is another one honor um as as above so below it's the the uh one for people who who worship baphomet which i believe to be a false god but um existed i believe existed and was worshipped by humans we won't get into all my conspiracy theories because that will go way off in the deep end and we're trying to stay here like with the positivity stuff but whatever you believe if it's if it's from written in you know was written on stone or on um the the dead sea scrolls or wherever your religion is from and it's one of the ancient religions you'll see that concept is clear that if you can manifest you can pull something out of the spiritual realm into the physical realm now for me i feel like it's dangerous in other religions because that is a power that you have but it's used in not the best ways in my opinion for the other religions and in christianity it is to benefit only benefit the kingdom of heaven it's only to benefit the children of the light in the in the kingdom of heaven and to build the kingdom of heaven so and for me i chose christianity because it's the only religion where i feel like i have a relationship with my creator but also it's the only one where i don't have to try to attain a goal i just have to believe I just have to know that he's there for me. And if I fall, I ask for forgiveness. But I, he, it's, it's so, it's like the only one where I feel like what a real father should be and would be is that for my children, like I'm a mother, but I'm also their father because they don't have a father in their life. So I'm like both. But for them, if they did something, they could never fall from my graces. They could never, no matter what they did, they're my children and I love them. But in order for me to help them through life, they have to accept that help. In order for them to, you know, for me to be able to be there for them, they have to let me be there for them. If they block me out, I can't, I want to help them, but I can't. And God's the same way. And that's the only religion where I feel like you can have that type of relationship with your, your creator. It doesn't make sense in any other religion for me. Um, but again, I don't want to push my beliefs on anybody. This is just personally what I do to remain happy. And I thank you for listening. And I hope that you guys got something out of this. And um, yeah, I'm going to turn this into a written book eventually but you guys got a sneak peek at the three p's process so hopefully it helps you in some way and remember that there's always someone who's going through something and you don't always know everyone's struggle so just try to be nice to everyone as much as you can and try not to hurt anyone and try to be a good person to people just love people and yeah you might get hurt by loving people but I guarantee you the reward is so much more than 
then the hurt eventually the hurt heals and love is what heals it love from other people and you will get it back you will get the love back right now i feel like i'm getting the, a lot of love that i sowed in into the world i'm getting it back and it feels good it feels like god is sending the right people along my path and the right people who appreciate me and i appreciate them and he's sending these people because i've changed my mindset i used to attract people that were god-awful people and you know because of their maybe their lives or things you know in their life that made them that way but i wasn't being treated very well and i still loved them and i still do love them but surrounding myself with positive people is a lot easier now because i changed my mindset I cut off the people who are hurting me and love them from afar and I surround myself with people who are positive and uplifting and I uplift them and make them feel positive about themselves and it's a really great circle that you can be a part of is just this ongoing circle of positivity which is another chapter the circle of positivity um just everything that I talk about has to do with positivity, but just a little glimpse into that is you don't want to break the circle with someone in your life that is negative because if you take a circle and you're going around with positivity, but then you have like one link in that circle is negative, it grounds everything out and it ends there. They take all of it. They take all the positivity that started from the beginning. But if you think of this power that starts, you know, with you and it goes around in this circle and it's through all your family and friends and you're building them up and they're building you up and you're building them up and they're building you up then it gets stronger and the circle gets bigger and it gets more powerful and everyone who's in that circle gets affected by the power of the positivity. All right, I'm done, guys. That was just a glimpse at the next chapter I'm working on, but... Um, thank you guys so much for listening and I appreciate every single one of you and I am going to sign off and say bye. Oh, and spread love, light, and positivity everywhere you go. Sorry, I didn't say that. Yes, do that. And, um, if I hadn't already said that, I may have already said that. Brain fog is kicking in a little bit. Sorry. And just, you know, just try to be the change in this world. All right. And be safe during COVID. Love you guys. Bye.